I had a fantastic Miami experience. I think I really just jumped right in. I studied hard and, and knew that I wanted to get a great GPA, but really I engaged with my professors. I made lifelong friends. I had great extracurriculars. I studied abroad. Welcome to Beyond High Street. My name is Jenny Derrick and I'm the Dean of the Pharma School of Business here at Miami University. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Lindsay Carlson, who graduated from Miami with a bachelor's degree in accountancy. So welcome, Lindsay, to Beyond High Street podcast. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. It's our pleasure. So as our listeners know, during this podcast, we weave through a range of topics so we can get to know you more, learn more about your journey and some reflections along the way. So I think the most important question that we always have to begin with is why did you choose the Pharma School of Business? Yes. And I love that question. So, so many reasons really go into that. I'm from St. Louis, and so Midwest, right, Miami being in Oxford, Ohio is an easy trip, um, but really I wanted a great business school, and Miami offers that being a top-ranked um, school in the nation, and congrats to you as, as that continues to climb and you're, you're achieving your goal on that front, which is terrific, um, but really wanted a top accounting program as well. My father really encouraged me, or I'd say highly persuaded me, um, to major in accounting because it's such a great foundation for any career, right? It's a um, core to business, building blocks that you're going to use um, and be able to apply no matter what you do, an ability to see the entire financial picture while also being very analytical and detail-oriented is key. And so Miami checked both of those boxes, um, being a top business school and a top accounting program. You know, listen, I was really impressed when I came on campus. You've got fantastic professors, of course, um, but students are very prepared. And I think, you know, the corporations um, and folks that come on campus to recruit for both internships and full-time positions is really second to none. I think the opportunity to get a global perspective at Miami and participate in study abroad programs is very attractive. And, you know, really the, the reputation of Miami students and, and alumni um, really made it an easy decision for me. What and that you. coupled with coming on campus, I have to say, um, it's it's a gorgeous place and seeing the red brick buildings and, um, you know, seeing the the different schools on campus, it's it's easy to fall in love with and, and picture yourself well, staying there for four what years. A, what a perfect answer. We might need to use this in our recruitment video or something. <laughs> so, so one of the things I want to drill in on, you said you came here for accountancy and we do have a fantastic program, but I want to talk you to talk about that, especially for our students who are listening because yes. you're in an investment banking firm and, and there's a perception, I think, that you can only get into investment banking if you come in through finance. Now, having talked to, knowing your background and having talked to some of your colleagues, Matt Zimmer, um, Britt Trackenbrode, recently about trying to encourage more, more students to come through accountancy into investment banking, please talk about that a little bit because I think that's an important insight for our students. Thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, accounting is great and it just provides you so many opportunities, right? The, the courses at Miami are terrific. 
to really get that foundation. Um, going into investment banking, your key job as an analyst is to really be able to analyze a company's financial performance and to be able to understand the key financial statements and be able to navigate those and build models um, for companies and discuss with CFOs and, and be able to understand that gives you a leg up. So I think accounting is is really um, a great first step for people looking to go into investment banking. You know, the day to day of the job is you you learn as you go, right? You learn from your deal teams, which are stacked with analysts, associates, and VPs, and um, a lot of that it just comes from experience. But having that foundation. Um, I think really prepares you for a job in investment banking. Did you do a lot of finance when you were here? You know, I really didn't. Um, I took a handful of entrepreneurship classes, which I really enjoyed, but really focused on accounting. I took what was required on, on the finance side. But when I was at Miami, I was charting towards an accounting path. I had internships with accounting firms, both regional um, in St. Louis, as well as, um, you know, big four firms had a great internship in Chicago and, um, you know, actually had an offer on the table from one of those, but really pivoted when I went to get my master's in accounting. I, I went to the University of Michigan for that one year program. Funny side note story, the, the football game that started off that school year was Miami versus Michigan. Um, who, who would have thought? And of course, I sat on the Miami side and, and cheered for them. But, um, you know, that's really where my eyes opened to an investment banking career using my accounting degree, my master's in accounting um, to start interviewing there and to explore what that could look like. Now I want to pivot a little bit to, to your career and, and you started at William Blair and then you popped away for a couple of years and went back. So talk about the career and obviously culminate in, in what you're currently doing now as well, the sorts of work you're doing. Yes. So I am an investment banker, um, have been with William Blair for 15 plus years. So my entire career and investment banking provides just such a unique opportunity to build a diverse skill set. Um, it's a, a challenging environment. It's very fast paced, but you have an ability to interact um, with management teams and exposure to the C-suite very early on. Um, William Blair is a unique place. We are an independent global investment bank, one of the last private partnerships on Wall Street. So essentially, the firm is owned by the partners here. Um, we're based in Chicago, but have 20 offices around the world and really you know, do a lot of sell-side M&A. That's our, our bread and butter, but have a very strong equity capital markets practice as well. Um, and I think you know, what's, what I'm really proud about is we have such a high repeat client base. Over two-thirds of our clients have done prior deals with us and, and just come back to our bankers and in our deal teams because it's relationship-driven business. And when our clients succeed, we succeed as well. Um, so it's been a great place for me to, to build my career and to wear a variety of hats over the years. And congratulations too, because I believe you just made partners. From, yes, thank you. From January, was, is that right? That's correct, well yes. Done. Congratulations. So I want to tip into another question about work-life balance, and, and you can dig into this one as you wish, but what does work-life balance mean to you, and how do you find some kind of balance? 
Yes. Great question. Well, um, you know, my personal life has always been very important too. I am a Miami merger. So I married um, another Miami student and we met freshman year of, of college and made it to the upper March and, and had that whole tale play out. But I now am, am blessed with three young children. I have three boys, Grayson, who's eight, Beckett, who's seven and Sawyer, who's four. And, you know, it's been very important for me to to balance, I don't know if balance is the right word, but really have both a personal life and a professional life. And, you know, do it with with a great support network. I think that's key, finding mentors both in the office, um, people who support you and, and know what is important to you. Um, you know, it's it doesn't come easily, but it, it is doable. And I think that's the the message that I really want to get across. It's it's not always a balance. There's sometimes you need to spend more time on a deal, preparing for a pitch, working on a a client engagement. And then there's times where you need to step away and you need to attend a soccer game or see your kids for for their Valentine's Day party, whatever it may be. But, you know, it's really rewarding to be able to work at a firm like William Blair, where you, you can have both. And it may not always look like a typical career path, but there's a way to kind of chart your own, your own path. Well, I just want to give you a full full compliment for, for managing that balance. And, and I hope our listeners, especially our female listeners, are understanding you can have a career in investment banking and you can be a mother. And I want to give a shout out to William Blair as well, because I think to your point that you've made, it takes a certain kind of employer to allow this flexibility that we need to be able to juggle as we do. So really, really good story. I'm really, really delighted with what I heard. Thank you. So time to switch gears. And we we're about to go down memory lane, that wonderful trip down memory lane where I'm going to fire a bunch of questions at you about your time here at Miami. So when you look back at your time at Miami, what was your, who was your favorite professor and why? I had so many incredible professors um, from the business school to electives. It was, it was an amazing experience. The one class that really stands out in my mind was a class senior year, which really had you apply real life learnings to your education. So it was taught by two alumni um, and they had you put together a, a 10 year plan of where you wanted to go and actually still have that paper today. So their involvement coming back, I think it just speaks to Miami alums involvement um, with the school and, and giving back and supporting students. That to me, it just, you know, um, is top, top of my list just in terms of, of classes and, and professors. Well, I'm so glad that you've given a shout out to alumni because I tell you, as dean, it makes my job so much easier to have such engaged alumni, and it, it's just a privilege to work with this talented group of alumni. So I'm glad that that's a class that stood out. Yes. Was there a subject that you least enjoyed? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I really was able to, um, you know, pick classes that I was passionate about. I was able to take different electives that were fun, anything from horseback riding to wine tasting, I got in the mix and really balanced the heavy accounting course load. That's great. What about co-curricular activities? What were you involved in? Yeah, so I was a key part of the Buck Rogers Leadership Program. I'm interested to hear if that's still a big part today, but really enjoyed doing that. That had a big um, community component to it. And I I believe that giving back and being involved in your community um, is is very important. And I spend a lot of time doing that here in Atlanta today and, and through William Blair and think that 
that program um, laid a great foundation in terms of leadership skills and, and community involvement. That's great. So just a pivot question, you talk about community work that you do. So do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things you have done or things that you're most proud of that you've done in the community? Yes. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be on the Emerging Leaders Council of the Children's Hospital here in Atlanta. It's a group of young professionals that find a mission every year and really give a both time and talent to support that. And this year it is mental health which I think is so um, important as we've all come through this COVID period. So spend a lot of time with that group. Um, also involved with Miami, Kirk got me plugged into the advisory board, which I'm thrilled to serve on, stay very involved with my high school. And um, you know, here with William Blair in Atlanta, we are really excited to announce a new community partner called Breakthrough Atlanta, who we have a two-year partnership with where we give, again, both of our funds and our time. So getting our whole team here really rallied around um, supporting students there. I'm so pleased that you've mentioned that because to our students who are listening, you know, we always talk about effective leaders as paying attention to what they do to and for the community of which they're part. And it's more than just the job that you have. So I'm so pleased that you leaned into that. So coming back to memory lane, back, back, back on the trip down memory lane, what was your favorite time of the day to take classes? The morning. I've always been an early bird and so loved getting up early and getting the, the, um, classes checked off. So I had time to go to the library and study and prepare and, and, and do all of my coursework and, and teamwork. Was there a favorite night of the week while you're at Miami? Oh, I think Thursdays were always a good night, just heading into the weekend. You talked a little bit before about interning and you interned an accountancy in a regional uh, firm and also a big four. Is there anything else you want to add to the experience of interning? Yes, I think internships are great. It's a great way to start to understand an organization, to meet their team members, to build relationships. As I think about my career and what really makes a difference, you know, accounting and investment banking, it's all relationship driven and being able to have those experiences, um, you know, get a reputation, right, for working hard, for being willing to raise your hand, to um, ask questions and, and learn in that summer role, I think is, is a great opportunity. One, for you to be able to, to get an invitation to come back the next summer or, or maybe a full-time offer, hopefully. And going, coming back to where you lived now, when, when in the freshman year, do you recall the dorm, of course, but the room number of where you lived? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. I want to say maybe 225, um, but so, some of my friends listening perhaps might know. Um, McCracken Hall was my very first dorm and have great memories and, and the dearest friends from there. And when, what about off campus? Where did you go to off campus when you moved? Off Yes. So off campus, um, lived on campus and lived in two different houses, one called Wildflowers and one called Give Me Shelter. And do Love you how to... the house names are always changing. <laughs> That's right. And have you driven past or gone into those houses since you graduated? 
I've definitely driven past. I've had um, uh, the pleasure of coming back on campus several times for the William Blair Investment Banking Case Competition, which we've hosted for, I want to say, a decade plus. So it's always great to to take the, a real trip down memory lane and visit the, the old stopping grounds. And what about your favorite spot uptown? Where is that? I loved Kona Grill, which I'm sad to hear is no longer there, but a fantastic restaurant, a good spot when mom and dad were in town to to take you and be able to hopefully pick up the bill. (laughs) Good. I like that. So what about favorite place to eat beside Kona Grill? Was there anywhere else that you would would you remember fondly for? Uh, Bagel and Deli, of course, is is a Miami tradition and always a go to. What was your favorite bagel flavor? Oh, gosh. Um, maybe salt and pepper. Mm, I have to look into that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so looking back to you, you said you're a Miami merger. So do you want to share with your listeners how you and your husband met? Yes. So we met freshman year in calculus class. Um, I was studying hard. I knew it was a five credit class. So was determined to get an A and make sure that my GPA was high there. I'm not so sure about him, but I made sure he was um, studying hard. And, you know, the, the rest is history. It's so funny. So I'm laughing. I was on mute when you were speaking. But for those who are listening, I just want to say to the students, there is a silver lining to calculus. There is. There <laughs> is. Right. Who would have guessed, right? <laughs> who would have thought? That's exactly right. That is quite funny. So if you look back at your time at Miami, would you have done anything differently? I don't think so. I had a fantastic Miami experience. I think I really just jumped right in. I studied hard and and knew that I wanted to get a great GPA, but really I engaged with my professors. I made lifelong friends. I had great extracurriculars. I studied abroad in in Asia, which was a fantastic experience. And um, if that program is is still on, highly encourage students to take advantage of that. Um, It was a fantastic four years. So really cherished my time there. And, you know, if I could go back for, for a day, for a week and, and live that college experience, would, would love to. I say it's once in a lifetime, right, that you have those four years of being independent and being able to explore new ideas. Um, it's great. So the, the, I, love, I love the way you've answered. And maybe it's not a, a, an appropriate question to ask you, but is there anything you wish you'd done, wish you'd taken, a course you missed? I don't think so, but I'd have to look at the course load now because I'm sure <laughs> that right. I'm sure there's a lot that's different and, and a lot that's offered today. Um, you know, when I was there, there was nothing in terms of preparing students for investment banking, and we've really come a long way. Um, and the the programs, the classes, the clubs that are together, and I think you know what I've seen from the outside and, and coming back is just the the groups that are formed of students who have had internships with investment banks and um, have charted that career path are really bringing others along with them and helping others get the opportunities and, and open those doors. So I love seeing that. And I always tell students that there are so many gifts that we offer you and it's really up to you to receive them. And 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 I love the way you've expressed your answers because there are abundant gifts when you were a student, the gifts have changed, but right. there's still plenty of opportunities to, to, to receive and to really engage in the student life and everything we have to offer because there's just so much here. There really exactly. is an incredible place. So I want to stay on the advice to students track now and shift gears a little bit. 
And I want you to give advice to two different audiences here. Audience number one is incoming first years. What advice would you give to them as they come into the farmer school, number one? Number two, to those students who've been graduates, I should say, who've been out just for a couple of years or in their first job, perhaps, and thinking about career moves and career steps, what, what advice would you give to that group? So please. Yes. So I'd say coming in, um, make the most of it. It, it is such a special time and um, study hard, of course, really focus on your courses, engage with your professors, uh, try not to worry as much about the future, right? The pressure's on to find the right internship, to get a great job. That will all happen. Really trust the process and trust that Miami has a plan in place to set you up for success. It, it really works. And Use that time to explore. Like, like you said, jump in. Miami offers students a lot and really would encourage folks to take advantage of it. I love that. And what about the second group, the people who have just graduated? Yes. So if you just graduated, you've identified a job, congrats to you. Um, jump in. I'd say try your hardest. Um, figure out what you want to do within that organization. Watch people. Um, ask a lot of questions, really pay attention to every interaction you have, every opportunity that you're given. Lean in, um, do, do your best. But I, th I think what's something to watch out for is when opportunities open, right? And when you might be tapped for something or when your path might change in a way you least expected it, um, embrace it go for it, take take a risk um, and, and take a calculated risk. But um, I think that's where you just watch with yourself personally expand and, and soar and professionally as well. And, you know, balance, balance your personal life too. Have fun with it. Uh, make sure that you're carving out time for friendships outside of work and, and you know, having a well-rounded experience. I love that too. And I think what's important, not just the balance side of it too, but it's easy to get on a career path. But to your point, opportunities come at you when you're not always expecting them. And sometimes it's important to allow that to happen and just see where it might take you. I think that's such good advice for people as well. So we're about to close our podcast. It seems to have flown by, but as we close, I want to sincerely thank you, Lindsay, for the gift of time to allow us to record this podcast. As I mentioned earlier, a defining characteristic of the Farmer School of Business is just how engaged our alumni are and how willing they are to continue to find ways to support the school, its students, our faculty, staff, and other alumni. So thank you, Lindsay, and go well as you continue your journey beyond High Street. Thank you.